1: What is the best thing you've watched in 2020? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer.
2: Hi.
1: What is the best thing you have watched in the year 2020? Why are we asking, about 2020.
2: Well, you know, we're getting towards the end of the year. We've watched a lot of television, and I think especially this year we've probably watched more television than we would have otherwise i can speak for myself television is and you might find that odd especially considering what we do for a living but i do feel as though we've spent more hours in front of the tube e old tube Mm -hmm. with an e um or maybe an extra you uh in 2020 because of it's so obvious um that I just felt like let's let's throw it all out on the table. What's the thing that just brought you the most comfort and joy for 2020? And you know, it doesn't have to be earth shattering. Like I, I I appreciate very thoughtful answers, but I think sometimes the the beauty of 2020 was finding s- just you know solace in the simple. Yeah, I don't mean to over play it, but um I I, what I'm saying is I don't care if it's like Sesame Street, I mean it's probably not Sesame Street, or if it's like, you know, I don't know, some drama that everybody's talking about.
1: 651-641-1071. What is the best thing you've watched in 2020? What's the thing that brought you the most joy? Um, it's nice to, like, have something to celebrate about 2020 or think about something sort of fondly about the year. Um, Holly, do we have a caller on the line? Yes, Kimberly's on the line. Hello, Hello, Kimberly. Kimberly, Kimberly, what is the best thing you've watched in 2020? Bleeps Creek. Oh, M-G, yes. I could watch it every single day. I wish it didn't stop. Right? I agree with you. It is one of those things where, like, if you're having a bad day, you can just open up your Netflix and like pick any episode of Bleep's Creek, and you're gonna feel instantly better, right?
0: Yes, I'm laughing just even thinking about um Daniel Damn Levy, yeah. Le- Le- oh, Levy, okay. Oh my gosh, he was so
1: hilarious! I love him. The I know. whole
0: thing was fantastic.
1: I'm with you. Thank you for your call, Kimberly um Bleeps Creek. I think a lot of people discovered Bleeps Creek. I will I do just want to say this about Bleeps Creek because a lot of times I hear people get through the first couple episodes and go, I don't get it. I don't think it's that funny. Yeah. It really does take about the first season to get its stride and I know that we are not patient people in 2020 and that's a difficult thing to kind of get your arms around, but it is you really do they really the characters really start to come into their own in in the se- in the second season yeah
2: you loved Leap's Creek
1: I did I loved that thank you for not actually saying the name of the <laughs> show yeah
2: no I'm... I've been on the radio for a few minutes
1: well you know that sometimes doesn't matter Bradley <laughs> um what was the best thing you've watched mine is so
2: um if you know me it's probably sounds very predictable but the Great British Bake Off Yeah. it Only because, uh, or I say that because it is an amazing show, and I loved it in previous years, but this year in particular, it just brought me the sense of, like, peace, calm, and joy. Like, there are a a bunch of great shows that I watched this year, but Mm -hmm. that is a show that I actually uh, connected with, had emotions for, and didn't have to, like, overthink, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the best thing you've watched in 2020? Holly, who do we have on the line? Jennifer's on the line. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Jennifer, Hi, what's the best thing you've watched in 2020? For me, it would be the show The Goldbergs. Oh. Oh, I've never actually watched that show. What do you love about it? It's just all
0: about the 80s yeah. and how they dress and how they grew up and just the simple times and what the small things that would bring them pleasure and, like, I don't know, just small things. How, I love that.
2: How do you watch that? Is that, is that on Hulu? Uh,
0: yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay. And you don't have to pay attention. Okay. I so, do love shows laundry. like
2: that. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's
2: like the Golden Girls, mm-hmm. I mean.
1: <laughs> Thank you for your call, Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. 651-641-1071. What's the best thing you've watched in 2020? Like, when I think about the best things I've watched, it's been stuff that it has been easy for me to watch with my kids. And specifically, like the new Babysitters Club that I could watch with my daughter, was so great.
2: What would you say is the best thing you watched in 2020?
1: Um, I think that's one of the things I'd say. Like the the Babysitters Club. There's another show called The Worst Witch. That I have watched along with my daughter, and I've loved that. There is not a lot of programming that's super family friendly. So anything that appeals to my kids that they will sit down on the couch and not move and like watch with me is to me the biggest joy. Yeah. So like it's not, they're not the greatest shows, but they are entertaining to me, and it means I get to spend time with my kids. Um, Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. Suzanne, what's the best thing you've watched in twenty twenty?
2: So I watched a great British bake off, but they did a holiday great like one off yep. British Bake Off and they had the Dairy Girls on uh, and I'd never seen the Dairy Girls and so then I binged the Dairy Girls we, and it is hilarious. <laughs> we did the same thing and I just encouraged uh our good friend and Co host Dawn McLean from the morning show to do the same because she had not watched that episode of Great British Bake Off's holiday show where um, the cast of the Dairy Girls competed. And I. Which was really funny. <laughs> I mean, that in and of itself was hilarious, but then we went back and watched the two seasons that are available of the Dairy Girls, and it's a comedy that takes place in Northern Ireland in the 1990s. And it just gives you all of those wonderful 90s memories of like the pop music. So I'm glad yes. you mentioned that one.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Thank you for your call. Um, and Dawn watched the Dairy Girls, didn't she? Like, she yeah. watched the actual yep. series. Yep. Okay. Uh, who do we have on the line now, Holly? We have Anne. Hello, Anne. Anne, what is the best thing you've watched in 2020?
2: Work in Progress from Showtime. What's oh, that? I know this uh, one. Oh, my goodness. It was such a surprise. I just came across it, and the first season is included with Amazon Prime, and there is
0: a trans actor, Theo Germain. It was incredible. And
2: I stretched it out between, uh, let's see, Friday, Saturday, but I was done in two days. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's it's called Work in Progress?
1: Yep. Oh, this is great. Thank you. This is like, thank you for that tip because – I have never, I had not even heard of this, and we happen to have Showtime right now, which, by the way, FYI, world, you can get Showtime for a month for 99 cents. Oh, cool. Through Amazon Prime Video. Awesome. So, FYI, there's a a couple other premium channels you can do that with, but if you have wanted to dabble in Showtime, that's a way to do it for a pretty manageable price. Yeah,
2: a dollar, you can't go wrong. Yeah,
1: right, you can't go wrong. But then just remember to cancel it next time it's not going to be 99 cents that's how they get you uh hey everybody thank you for sharing those really great uh programs that you've been watching holly can i ask you
2: what was your favorite 2020 watch
0: my favorite show was i may destroy you on hbo so good so good so it's from michaela Michaela Cole. cole
2: Oh yes! Who was the yeah. woman
0: behind chewing gum? Oh,
2: which, by the way, that's another great watch. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, can't describe that show other than "I May Destroy You" is about the way we live in 2020. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. in, it's
1: incredibly intense, but it's brilliant. Yes. yes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have to talk about Shia LaBeouf and Sia.
0: Mm-hmm. Sia and Shia. Shia Wouldn't and Sia. A
1: wouldn't want to be a for sure we'll tell you what that all is about And actually i'm excited to hear because i don't i did not take a deep dive into this story so bradley you're gonna have to explain to us this whole story after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107.1 Oh, welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer.
2: Hiya.
0: Hey,
1: how are
2: you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm
1: good. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this story uh, between Shia LaBeouf and Sia.
2: I like to call this segment, Sia Wouldn't Want to Be-a, mm. uh, meaning I don't want to be in Sia's place. Uh, especially based on what she shared in connection with this story about Shia LaBeouf and FKA twigs. Um, I also need to learn more about FKA twigs because I will admit I'm not up on my FKA twigs.
1: Yeah, I feel like we've been saying that ever since she dated Robert Pattinson. Yes. like We're like, we need to know more about this FKA
2: Twigs. Um, but we we learned, I think, last week or the week before that FKA Twigs was suing. Ac- it was
1: Friday, actually.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, okay, so really yeah, recently. relatively recently that FKA Twigs said she was uh, suing Shia LaBeouf um, for some things, including but not limited to giving her an STD and um, being abusive. We'll get to that. The reason Sia is involved is that over the weekend, she tweeted the following. I, too, have been hurt emotionally by Shia, a pathological liar who conned me into an adulterous relationship claiming to be single. I believe he's very sick and have compassion for him and his victims. Just know, if you love yourself, stay safe, stay away... And then she went on to say, also, I love you, FKA Twigs. This is very courageous, and I'm very proud of you. Mm. I find this very interesting, right? So, like, to publicly insert yourself into this story is an odd choice. I don't know what her motivations are. We don't know very much about the relationship between the two of them. Now, he was in uh, one of her music videos. I had
1: fully forgotten about this.
2: Yeah. Um, Elastic Heart I think that was um, so. So they clearly have a public relationship uh, in history. We don't know when they uh, were actually dating or engaged in a quote adulterous relationship where he claimed to be single. So I don't know the timing of that one, would imagine it's around the time they were working together on that video. I mean, Mm -hmm. they were like rapping. uh, Well, she wasn't in the video. It was um, what's her name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but it it seems totally plausible that that would be the obvious time that they were, you know.
1: Yeah, either you know that maybe happened right before. I mean, I think remember in that like when he was in that video, we were all like, "What?"
2: Yeah. Well, which is a lot of what we usually say around a Sia video, and I and also Shia LaBeouf in love Sia, but she like love her music. She's an interesting person right? right like there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we are not privy to and nor do we need to be privy to and mm-hmm. nor does she need to conform to our standards of or of what is acceptable for a pop star right by uh, any stretch of the imagination but I'm just trying to understand the story and the story is again that she says essentially that she um, had her own issues with Shia LaBeouf what is interesting though is we have to then take into account what he said That is in response to FKA twigs, not directly, Mm -hmm. but sort of of the moment where, um, you know, he's being called out for his past behavior and he says, um, I owe these women the opportunity to air their statements. We talked about this when we yeah. did the story, but just to remind the audience, I owe these women the opportunity to air their statements publicly and accept accountability for those things I have done. As someone in recovery, I have to face almost daily reminders of things I did and do when I was drinking. I, I find this interesting because, A, I can relate to that. As a person in recovery, there is a moment where you have to come to terms with the the behavior that you engaged in while you were actively using whatever drugs and alcohol uh, you did. Um, That is not to excuse your behavior, but it is to like account for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm curious to see where that leads us in terms of Shia LaBeouf's own, you know, journey. And then like these, uh, you know, these women's accounts, like you want everyone to be heard. And if there's like a legal culpability, he'll have to hold, or he'll have to, uh, suffer the con. I don't want to say suffer the consequences. He will
1: have consequences, have consequences.
2: Right. Um, so I'm interested to see where that plays out. I do though, question, uh, Sia,
1: See ya. I mean, it's confusing, right? The the same with one
2: letter. Um, I'm curious to know what her motivation was, because, like, what's the point in this moment
1: of sharing her story?
2: Yes, like, what is from a public? Mm -hmm. We talk about celebrities. We talk about public officials. Public officials, people in the public eye. What is? Well, we do talk about officials, Mm -hmm. but they're officially dumb. Um, what is the point of inserting yourself via tweet into this hot mess dumpster fire? Okay,
1: so that's what I think is interesting about it because Sia, who is notoriously private, yeah. inviting people into a glimpse but not giving the whole story is this odd sort of in-between space where I can't understand if she's fishing for more questions or... Or if she's authentic, I mean, there would have been a way for her to have said, you know, something along the lines of, I don't know, something along the lines of, like, I hear you, FKA twigs.
2: You're not alone. Yeah,
1: something like that, which still would have been cryptic. And maybe there's a piece of it that's her trying to distance herself from Shia LaBeouf because she had him in that Hmm. video. Who knows? Yeah. Um, And I also think, again, this is one of those things where, uh, how do I explain this? To Sia, she she remembers that she has a professional working relationship with him and that he was in her video. And she knows what happened in her personal life with him. Mm -hmm. In her mind, it may feel like a neon sign that is like flickering to the world. Shia LaBeouf worked with Sia she's got she feels she, an
2: obligation to like like
1: that that, it, that she may think that there's some sort of image that she's signed off on him as a human being. And so this might have been an effort yeah. for her to put distance, but mm-hmm. but it also is like not entirely necessary. Well, and it's because also because I didn't remember they had a working relationship even until she said all of this.
2: In addition to that, this is also very um tabloidy because she's alleging a certain amount of behavior with yeah that can't be proven on Twitter. I'm not saying it's not true. Right. I mean, it very well, I would assume it's true. See, Sia see, doesn't sh- strike me as a person who is, you know, constantly lying to uh, the press. But the fact that she just sort of throws out their pathological liar, adulterous relationship, she was conned. Like, th- there's Calls more... Him a sick th- man? Yeah, like, there's more there, and I feel like she, if she's gonna go there, might or owe the public some more perspective
1: agreed because she made the choice to go there in the first place but didn't go all the way yeah when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show celebrity celebrities behaving badly we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer what and we have a name for them and that name is
2: d Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag what? of the Day. What? What?
1: Uh, who's your D-bag? Uh,
2: Colleen Lindstrom. Oh. Rude. Rude. Oh. Just kidding. Totally rude. No, Rebel ah. Wilson.
0: Oh! Boop. Boop. Well, she's usually not a D-bag. My no, that's true. That's
2: true. But we'll let her in it. Yeah. You know. uh, but she's a frequently-membered... Uh, Membered?
1: Are you Are you smelling toast?
2: <laughs> I have a member frequently. I mean, I have a, a member every day of my life.
1: Okay, you... Let's but, just s- stop walking down that
2: road. Rebel Wilson frequently mentioned celebrity, is what I meant to say on this program. She is my D-bag, though, today, because she's doing a thing that's driving me up a GD wall. What's she doing? <sighs> Headline. Rebel Wilson hits the gym with A-list trainer Gunnar Peterson, who's known for whipping the Kardashian and Jenner clans into shape mm-hmm. after her incredible 30 kilogram weight loss. Jeez. Mm, okay. Wait, I'm
1: sorry. What's the thing that's bothering you that she's working out? Because
2: there's 400 of them, right? <laughs> no, the thing obviously it's so, obvious, it's so obvious is that she's trying to like make hay off of the Kardashian sloppy seconds. Uh,
0: yeah. Like
2: I like. I don't care about your celebrity trainer. Can we be done with celebrity trainers? Look, I like working out. I like being healthy.
1: Oh, do you have a celebrity trainer,
2: Bradley? <laughs> but, like, who can... Like, who's... Who? Who? Who even? Who, who? Like, it's so 2000. It's so 1997. Like, I... Who? Like, tell me about, like, what you're doing. But, like, do I care at all about Gunnar Peterson? I'm sure he's a wonderful man. And I'm really glad that some people can afford these people to, like, whip them, quote, whip them into shape as if it's something you need to pay somebody a lot of money to do. Like, I guess I'm fine with that. And I know it's all for publicity and everything. And I know I'm just animated because of 2020. But, like... Also you're going to use the Kardashians. Okay,
1: can I actually
2: Celebrity trainer?
1: Can I reframe your D-bag, please, Bradley?
2: I mean, I sure.
1: actually think that your D-bag is Gunnar Peterson. Yep. Because I don't think that this is Rebel Wilson being like, "Hey Daily Mail, guess who I'm working out with." No,
2: no, I you're absolutely right, and I don't think that she but but look on her social media like this is a part that she has been doing this and it's not just Gunnar Peterson, and this is how I know it's a load of C to the R to the A to the P. She has worked out with several people, mm-hmm. not just Gunner Peterson.
1: Let me know when she's working out with that. What's her name? Tracy Anderson or whatever her name is. Who's,
2: Madonna's.
1: And Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Remember, they got in a real row over
0: there. Yes,
2: because we can't share anything. We've got to have our own. Talk
0: to me when Rebel Wilson is trying out the gazelle from Tony Little. Ooh. I'm here for that. Is that
2: the thing that you like like this?
1: It's the thing where you <laughs> yes. it's yes. not an elliptical machine. It just makes your legs go back and yeah. forth like they're
2: <laughs> And there's that commercial for I think it's car insurance. Or there's that commercial where he shows up like in a parking lot, like like moving on that thing. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm just like, anyway. Um, so yes, to your point, this particular Daily Mail I mean, we could also make the Daily Mail Yeah. The trash there's
1: some more than D-bag. enough D bag to go around in this story. But
2: like, oh I hope twenty twenty one includes letting go. Of Rebel Wilson's fitness journey. Not because I don't want her to be fit. No. Whatever that means. Because
1: we're done with the journey.
2: But the idea that that she... The, the storyline I have grown tired of. Because it's not actually real. She is very fortunate and has been very, you know, um, committed and focused on certain parts of her um, outward appearance and health for the last year. And insofar as uh, we are interested in any celebrity doing that, I'm here for it. But, like... Get something else yeah. because move along. It's getting tired. You're now getting like third tier celebrity trainers trying to like grift off of your.
1: Once we like, you see Jillian Anderson showing yes. up, ah!
2: well, she's no. What Jillian Anderson is going to do, celebrity uh-huh. trainer to the stars, is like talk about how Gunnar Peterson is like killing people with his fitness, or how Gwyneth or um, uh, Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson is like damaging her body by doing you know, that Meyer Going method. to the the Swiss mountainside and pooping five, pooping times, five times a day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What's I, that? I, I, it, I that didn't pooping? know. It sounded maybe like it wanted Theater to be. Theater of the mind, folks. Yeah. Thank you. You. <laughs> you should make that sound whatever you want it to be. Thank you.
2: Yeah. So, um, anyway, she. Shared a photo from her Instagram stories, tagging Gunner, um, and she's taking a selfie. Also, she looks like she's wearing a dance costume, which is just yeah, interesting. To me. It
1: is a whole interesting yeah. get up and go.
2: And I, I, I don't you. I would actually watch the Gunner Peterson reality show before I would watch the Rebel Wilson reality thousand show. thousand
1: fifty-two percent
2: because I am fascinated by this the the. What do you call those fish that suck off the underbelly of a shark? I don't know. <laughs> like, aren't they called like more not moray eels, but like the.
1: I'm going to just trust that you,
2: you know what I'm talking about, though, right?
1: Yeah, sort of. Well, it's just uh, like- so
2: on the underneath of a shark. When you see a shark going, there are these fish that are feeding off of like the bits and pieces that the shark oh, is so eating. Gross. It's so gross. It's So gross.
0: It's like you're the little bird on top of the rhino. Yeah. Just kind of picking. You're uh,
2: more
1: you. You're saying Gunnar Peterson is like that
0: pilot
2: fish to
1: the celebrities.
2: So pilot fish gather on sharks. They eat parasites on their host and small pieces of food that their host does not eat. So what I'm saying is that he is like that. He is making his career off of the career of his celebrity clientele. Mm hmm. And that, to me, is a far more... Because I want to understand how that life works.
1: That feels accurate. I'd be interested in that as well. Um, Would you like to know who my D-bag is? Yes. Sort of adjacent, Kim Kardashian. Total frequent flyer. Um, And here's why. And I have to be um, parents. Just go with what I'm saying, okay? Kim Kardashian... uh, has had to uh well i shouldn't say kim kardashian has not done this kim kardashian's elves are all in quarantine for 10 days
2: kim kardashian's elves
1: yeah you know the elves on the shelves oh
2: okay like she's Um, got elves
1: she does she has four elves to which listen i don't you girl no one elf per family I don't know who... Oh, so
2: you don't have, like, one elf per kid.
1: Well, I think some people do. I'm learning this. Oh, okay. I think that is... How do I say this? Yes, they would end up in quarantine for 10 days if there were one per kid. That is uh, a lot of work for those elves to be moving around and being found Uh, in different positions. I'm saying one per family, you guys... If you are a family who has multiple elves, you are making families who only can have one elf look real bad. And ah, um,
2: what
1: you're saying. I'm not saying, so no, I'll I just, in the interest of full disclosure, our elf permanently uh was not needed uh to be dispatched to our house any longer in the uh, last I'm gonna say three or f- three years probably uh oh. we, yeah we had to say goodbye to our elf
2: did he get a, is he like fired uh no did he, he need, like... another
1: family needed him oh. Um, oh. and our family had we just had performed very well for years uh and uh that elf got called up to a different family is maybe that that it works? got called up to I don't know, it's how it worked at our house. New opportunities. New opportunities. Perhaps our elf. You got a to, promotion? To now, if you're a house with four children that needs four elves, I'm like, I don't that's a lot. That's, a, I'm busy, saying,
2: that's a lot of busy elves.
1: It's a lot of busy elves. Moving
2: and shaking, keeping track of those guys. Yeah. So
1: she uh so her at her house, four elves all and I've seen some elves having to quarantine recently. Um at people's homes. I've seen this because they're on not, social social media. They are not social distancing. Because they're not social distancing, you know, for whatever reason. So um Kim Kardashian posted, Hi North, Saint Shy and Paul- Psalm. We are in a 10 day quarantine. We still have our magic and we'll be back to flying around in 10 days. So for 10 days, the elves are in jars, quarantining.
2: Oh, God. Like with the jar closed,
1: yeah. no Did ear they holes poke? or anything. No, they didn't even. Poke she a didn't hole? poke any holes. Oh God, I <gasps> yeah, feel I like know. they're going to get stuck oh, in there. I agree with you. I don't know that that's the choice I would make. Um, I want people to be more careful with their elves. I'm sorry. What I mean is, I want more. I want elves to be careful in their quarantine. Yeah. Um, but there they are, just jarred up and staring out. I they don't the, get pickled. The, the window. Anyway. One elf per family. That's my platform. That's the platform I'm running on. Well, of on. course,
2: celebrities got to have more than, you know, know, we all have one elf. They get 50 elves. <sighs> the life of the rich and famous. It's
1: true. It's true.
2: They probably have staff for their elves.
1: They're a little elf staff. Yeah. Apparently not. If I also picking up love what I'm laying down.
2: that their stockings... Um, evidence. I think that I'm assuming those are stockings uh, on the ledge of the fireplace. Monochromatic oh, fireplace, yeah. of course. Are like it, like they're all cream. Everything is cream colored.
1: I just I can't oh live in that world. No. First of all, I can't live in a world where everything is like. Even my Christmas decorations have to be have to match the rest of my house. <sighs> like I can't live like that. But also. I can't live in a world where everything with children, where everything is that stainable.
2: Well, yeah, it, it which just makes you wonder if the children are anywhere near any of that stuff, right?
1: They must they must not be allowed in parts of the house,
2: or because remember, this is also the house where they have a floor. The flooring is from Belgium. Or no, was it the flooring or the walls? Or There was a piece of, whether it's the floor or the walls, that can only be repaired by, like, like monks yes. from Belgium.
1: In their front hall area, yeah. right? Like, in their foyer. And,
2: and like, when it, so if there's damage, they have to fly people in from Belgium to, like, fix it. And I'm like, so nobody goes in there, right? right. Because why would you even... I mean, have you met children, much less me? I'm a 45-year-old man who frequently dings things up. When I'm walking through time and space. Yeah, mm
0: -hmm. man. That house is great.
2: Holly. Holly loves it. She's obsessed. And that's terrifying. (laughs)
0: It's got a frozen yogurt machine in it. I mean, I'm here for that. Their basement, though, is not like
2: the main floor.
0: That's fine. Nobody's basement is like the main floor. Yeah, but I, yeah, I can't. I want to go to that house.
1: I mean, I want to go to that house, too, my life cannot allow for that house. My yeah. children would ruin that. And I have pretty like well-mannered well, no, I was gonna like compliment my I love my children. They are not they're bulls in China shop. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
2: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, but that and also that space is not for anyone other than Holly to be in alone, like in a bubble. Like if you move, <gasps> if like if you're planning on walking or sitting like and yeah. wearing shoes. Yeah, it's not it's like, not a
1: I, house where you can like function. No. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I have a little Christmas gift to all of you from Farah Abraham and her daughter oh. Sophia. I'm very excited. We're also gonna relive one of our favorite Farah moments. Oh, Farah moments.
2: For moments. Thank
1: you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you holly this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer and uh it is that time of year where we're getting feeling festive uh we are enjoying celebrating the uh festive season and um Farah Abraham and her daughter Sophia are no different. They are also celebrating, and they have delivered us a Christmas card, an audio Christmas card. Oh, that's card, so
2: nice. its you
1: know. it? Is it? Uh, it is. It's nice. It is in the form of a song that they have performed. It's a popular Christmas song called Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh, okay. And it comes along with an official music video. Now, Bradley, I would love it if you would watch the video while we listen to holly jolly christmas
2: okay as so
1: you- performed by Fa- farrah abraham and her daughter sophia Yeah, you'll want to
0: forward to about 11 seconds to get the full if you really want to get in on the full experience okay. here, I'm
2: we going go. to, here we go into here we go i think yep, it used to be called like, jib jab that's what jib-jab. the video is
1: but just fyi that is actually farrah abraham and her daughter sophia yelling at us
2: wow Thanks for going all out, kids.
1: Um, So I don't know that, like, this is, I've been trying to explain this to my children.
2: Barra Abraham? No. Oh, God. I was going to say, I'm not quite sure they're of the appropriate age.
1: No. No, 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 no. This lesson, I've been trying to explain it to my children. The lesson is that when you give a gift, it needs to be more about the other person than it is about, say, you. You. Yeah. Uh, and so you may want to record a version of you singing Holly Jolly Christmas. And you might actually even think it's good. And then you might create a video that goes along with it. And you might like that. But That doesn't mean <laughs> it makes other people feel honored on Christmas.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's fair, Abraham. So... I just, yeah, I think that she's not going to have much lessons for us, much less your children.
1: True, true. Now, Holly, um, I don't know if you've had time to research this. Yes.
0: Is it available to us? You know, it looks like it's not on her Instagram account. Oh, no, this is the, unfortunate. It may live somewhere on the internet. I'm still looking.
1: Okay, so we did have a very special moment this year with Farrah Abraham. Oh, Um, and we wanted to celebrate it, but, but you're right. I think it was in her stories and it's difficult to, um, find at this time. And it is, let's remember what was going on at this particular time. It might've been in May or June, probably June. There was a lot of first. Oh, it was on my
0: birthday.
2: At least that's when this, uh, article about the story took place. Yeah.
0: You know, I think here's the thing, Colleen. Yeah it was posted to her Instagram account but she has decided to remove it oh, that's unfortunate this moment
2: but you know the good news is we can um give people a taste of what that video was yeah, like yeah I mean, and we
1: can reenact it so what was happening was i believe she was in LA yeah and she was staying in an apartment that was on the second floor and it was across the street from a CVS and at the time there was some looting going on there were some people Um, In various different areas of the United States uh, who were availing themselves of items uh, that they had not purchased. And Farrah Abraham wanted to take a stand. And so she opened up her windows of her second floor apartment. And what did she do, you guys?
2: Well, she started yelling, stop stealing.
0: (laughs) Stop
1: looting. She really took a stand. Farrah Abraham. Yeah, from
2: her balcony. Yeah, where she just started yelling at people who were walking in and out of CBS, some of which may or may not have paid for merchandise, like
1: actual paying customers, um, like people with their prescriptions. But just she like... was
2: just yeah, she was unhinged uh, and she was just outraged. Outraged. Now, the
1: interesting thing about this was that Holly, our sleuth, Holly was able to figure out from watching exactly the coordinates of where Fair Abraham was living at the time.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 She's living right in Hollywood in one of these uh, ticky tacky luxury apartment buildings. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, there you are, Fair Abraham. It tells us all we need to it know. tells us here. all we need to know.
2: The caption on that video was I'm thankful I used my voice for justice. I call oh. the police. <laughs> That's right. I, I record about that. and turn into people, police, cars, and with over. What Mm -hmm. I call the police. I record and turn into police cars and with over 20 people in jail and three cars turned in, I'm blessed. There are people like me on this earth. (laughs) I'm blessed. There are people like me on this earth Mm -hmm. who care for store owners, working people, safety in one nation with liberty and justice for all lives. Matter. So stop turning death into stealing, criminal distractions, and start caring for your life and others who wrongfully die each day. Be a hero, not about petty crime, not about cybercrime, not about hurting innocent people. Stop it now. I pray one day our children never have to deal with this. Does any of that make sense? Never. No, any it of never it. does.
1: Like, literally, all Pharaoh Abraham does is toss word salad. Because I turn people into police cars?
0: (laughs) Wow, that's (laughs) really cool. That is like a superpower. (laughs) She's like a transformer. Is she Optimus Prime in disguise?
2: More than meets meets the the eye.
0: eye. Uh,
2: And with over 20 people in jail and three cars turned in, I'm blessed there are people like me. That's, I
1: think, my favorite part, is where she is celebrating how blessed she is that she exists in the world.
2: She is... um, well, uh, the pandemic didn't really change her. The 2020 didn't really change her. She's always been a hot mess, and 2020 just brought it out in uh, yeah stereo.
1: It's true. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, what made you smile this weekend? Just share a little smile with us. 651-641-1071. What brought you joy this weekend? We'll talk to you after this on my talk 1071.